Hello, my name is Mike Anzaldi, and I feel that I have one of the strangest and more obscure fears out there. It is cat-human hybrids. Sometimes I say cat people, and people assume that I mean like cat enthusiasts, but no. No, I like cats just fine, but cat-human hybrids, no. There was that guy who famously got all those surgeries to look like a cat. I'd just see pictures of him, and I'd always be terrified that I would run into him because I, I ran into the lizard man once, and the lizard man was really cool. That encounter did make me think that if I had a chance meeting with the lizard man, that I could just as easily run into the cat man randomly too. The lizard man part is interesting as well, because I think that that interaction proves that it's not all human animal hybrids that freak me out, seemingly just cat human hybrids. Welcome to your weirdest fears. I'm your host, Larry Mullins. When I signed on to this podcast, you know, I knew we would talk about fears like rats and heights, but I never imagined we would be talking about the fear of a cat-human hybrid. Now, I want you to imagine that. Someone that is half cat, half person. Howdy, partner. There was the man who got a lot of surgeries to look like a cat, and if you watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, you may remember Maureen Ponderosa who turned herself into a cat. These animal-human hybrids have been a staple of storytelling since the beginning of time. They're on cave paintings, hieroglyphics, and in Greek mythology, you know, the centaur, the half-man, the half-horse. Those types of hybrids are called anthropomorphic creatures. They don't exist in real life. You know who does exist, though? People like Lizard Man, a man who transformed himself into a lizard. We're going to talk to him in a second. But first, let's dig into the idea of animal-human hybrids. You may remember the story last year of the scientists who mixed human and monkey DNA to create embryo experiments. Well, that type of research is about as close as we get to animal-human hybrids without surgery. Some people go through extensive body modification to change their looks to emulate a specific animal. The fear of animal-human hybrids is called anthropomophobia. Symptoms of someone suffering from it include panic attacks and confusion. Today's guest is Eric Sprague, a.k.a. The Lizard Man. You gotta see this guy. Through a series of surgeries, Eric altered his entire body to look like a lizard. Now, for clarity, our listener has a fear of only cat-human hybrids. He even said he's not afraid of the Lizard Man, but the Lizard Man seems like the perfect person to talk to because while he is adored by many, he's dealt with people who are afraid of him. With that said, Eric, I imagine people are always looking at you, but what percentage of people would you say actually fear you? I don't know that there's even a percentage of people that actually fear me. I, occasionally, right, I might jump scare someone, and I get that. You walk around the corner and you see somebody like me, I would jump if I walked around a corner and saw me unexpectedly. But in terms of having an actual phobia, an ongoing fear, I, I've never really encountered someone to be that way. What I've encountered more of, unfortunately, are people who are just simply prejudiced. They just kind of have this irrational hate for it. I see that more than fear. Well, you scared me when you just appeared on screen. <laughs> the producer was like, we're talking to Lizard Man. We're talking to Lizard Man. I'm like, what in the world? So I mm -hmm. want to describe Lizard Man for those who obviously can't see. Your teeth are sharp. I guess you had those altered. Your skin is, uh, now are those tattoos or did you have your right. graphic? Those are tattoos. I have one tattoo that covers my entire body. It took over 600 hours to actually do and it was done over the course of 25 years. And it's all green. And yeah. stick out your tongue. So his tongue is split. You had that done. And stop doing that. You're scaring me, okay? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> so walking down the street, what type of looks do you get? 
the answer to that question changed over time. Initially, when I was getting started back in the 90s, there were a lot more people that would recoil and have that sort of initial sort of what is that jump fear reaction. Once I had a little bit of success touring and performing, once I got on TV, the reactions turned into, oh, hey, look, it's that guy. You know, now very often if I'm walking down the street, the reaction is, oh, my God, are you the dude from Ripley's? Or are you the guy from World Records? You know, I get recognized for the things I've done now, which very much changes the reaction. Okay, so you're a star now, basically. I don't want to put that label on myself, but I I get recognized a lot. Do your feelings ever get hurt from those who do look at you in a funny way? It doesn't hurt my feelings. I think it's unfortunate because basically anytime that someone's acting out of that prejudice, I can see someone acting out of ignorance. I think it's unfortunate that somebody would prefer to hate me because of something I've done that only affects me the way that I look. It doesn't hurt my feelings, but it's disappointing. So, Lizard Man, what made you decide to modify yourself? What made you decide to turn into a, a lizard? Right. That's the million dollar question is like, why would someone do this? And it's the question I've been answering since day one. And at a very basic level, the answer is just like you would choose your outfit or your hairstyle or your, you know, your glasses to make yourself look good to you. I spent about four years just purely thinking in terms of concept and design because I came to this idea as a performance artist, undergraduate in college, you know, 18, 19 years old. And then it was when I was 21, 22, when I really got started even getting tattooed at all. I was 25 when I actually got my tongue split. Oh my. Let's reel it back to our listener now who is scared of cat-human hybrids specifically. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, though, our listener said they met you once and were totally fine. How does that make you feel? (laughs) That that makes me feel good because that's, and it's something that I'm proud to say I've heard a number of times where people who have only seen me or only heard about me will form an impression based on that. But when they meet me, I'm able to win them over. But our listener, of course, the person is afraid of a cat-human hybrid. Why do you think more people are afraid of cat-human hybrids than than lizard man? Easy. Cats are scarier than lizards. Look at all the damage <laughs> cats do. I, I, I spent a lot of time in Australia and cats and feral cats have done incredible damage down there. But I mean, even like look at bigger animals uh, in India. Tiger attacks are still a thing. Lizards. We're not bothering anybody. No. Let us hang out on the flat rock in the sun. No We're feral cool. lizard attacks, huh? <laughs> So, so I got to ask you this. Do you own mm-hmm. a lizard as a pet or an iguana or anything in that species? I used to have rough green snakes because I would use them in my show. It's an old Indian fakir yogi trick. I trained them to go up my nose, crawl down my throat and out my mouth. So let me write this down. I don't want to meet up with him at midnight anywhere. And I don't want to invite mm-hmm. him over to dinner because he has snakes crawling up his nose at the dinner table. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it would be a surprise to anyone to know that Lizard Man actually has a degree in philosophy. Can you explain Mm -hmm. that? I think that that actually is a big part of why I've done what I've done. As I mentioned, I was in college as a freshman when I sort of had the seed of this idea and it grew into being Lizard Man, which has become my full-time life. But it started off with this philosophical idea of if I asked you to define humanity, very quickly we get down generally to a discussion of DNA, right? But that's not what we do. You've never in your life gotten a DNA from somebody before you treated them as a human being. So my idea as a performance artist was to play with that by looking less human. Since then, it's grown and become other things. Now I focus more on sideshow and entertainment. But it all comes back to that idea. Okay, is that a person or isn't it? You know, when you walk around a corner, a statue surprises you. That's what I think. 
But from a survival aspect for a species, thinking about like evolution and psychology, being able to tell if that's a person coming at me or a threatening primate of another form Mm -hmm. is very important. And that's why it's built into this basic level of our thinking and our perceptions. Are you conscious of the fact that when you walk into a place, are you conscious of the fact that people are going to be scared? And to that extent, do you cover yourself sometimes when you go out? I'm very much aware of the effect that I have on people and spaces around me because I've been like this for about 25 years now. So I've got the experience of it. You know, I'm a very different person if you bump into me at a bar or if you see me when I'm working, like at a trade show, where like if I turn it up, then yeah, I freak out the whole room because that's my job. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do in that context. But when I'm not at work, I turn it off. I know how to get through a crowd without causing a scene and I know how to cause a scene. I am what happens when you actually do have support and love and freedom of choice in your life. On paper, I'm the American dream. I just happen to look a little bit like some people's nightmare. Or to make it rhyme, you just happen to be a little green. There you go. What scares you? I mean, scientists think one day genetic modification and actual human hybrids might be possible. Does that scare you? That doesn't so much scare me in and of itself, but it does scare me in the sense that human beings have never been prepared for the technological advances we've made. We've always been one step ahead of ourselves technologically than we have been morally and ethically. So when I hear that, I think, oh, that's probably going to be great after it's really, really horrible. Because we seem, as human beings, we screw up everything. (laughs) I don't trust us. (laughs) Well, listen, Eric Sprague, a.k.a. The Lizard Man, it sure is fun talking with you. Hope I never run up on you on the street, at least (laughs) not after midnight, at least, in the Mm -hmm. dark or anything like that. And, you know, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And thank you so much for listening to your weirdest fears. I want to know your fears. So share them and you could be featured in the podcast. If you click on the episode description, you will see the team's email address there. If you're enjoying the show, please rate us, please review us, and please subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Your Weirdest Fears is a production of 1010 Wins and WCBS News Radio 880. Special thanks to producers Jill Webb and Dempsey Pilot for presenting us with uh, Lizard Man here. <laughs> Andy Egan Thorpe is our audio engineer. Femi Redwood is the managing producer of podcasts. And I'm your host, Larry Mullins. Thanks for listening.